This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. An Alabama congressman is getting a hearty endorsement from Donald Trump for his re-election bid. Gary Palmer represents the 6th Congressional District of Alabama. Trump called Palmer a hard worker for the America First agenda, which includes a secure border, strong military, lowered taxes, defense of the Second Amendment, and energy independence for the United States. Palmer does have Republican primary challengers in this latest re-election bid for 2024. Those challengers are Garrick Wilkins and Ken McFeeters. A settlement has been reached between the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission and plaintiffs in several lawsuits that have been filed against the AMCC. The AMCC has now agreed in that settlement to not use scoring or evaluation systems that were used months ago to award or rescind licenses to various cannabis companies that were seeking to be part of the medical cannabis industry. In response, the plaintiffs will no longer seek litigation on the matter. The settlement was not without some objection from those who scored high in the initial licensure process and were given licenses by the AMCC in that first round. The next round of licensing, which will be about the third round, will be issued on December 12th. A Birmingham-based company has reached a settlement with three women who claim that they were subjected to sexual harassment and retaliation in the work environment. The settlement comes from Moeller Company LLC to the employees of a cleaning service that worked within the Moeller facilities. The settlement is for $150,000 and goes to three female custodians who say that the male workers solicited them for sex, made sexual comments, and even exposed their genitals to the women. The lawsuit was filed by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission on behalf of the women and cited the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits a hostile work environment based on sex. A complaint has been filed within the Office of the Inspector General for the Department of Defense that alleges that the head of the Alabama National Guard is illegally serving in that position. The complaint was filed by retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Michael Carden, and it's in reference to Major General Cheryl Gordon. Gordon has turned 67 years old this week, and Carden cites federal law in his complaint that requires the adjutant general to retire by the last day of the month when they turn 66 years old. Cardin says he has seen an increased disregard for holding these leaders accountable to the law and that regardless of what kind of job that Gordon may be doing in this position, the law has not been equally applied to all levels within the military from the lowest to the highest. The public affairs director for the Alabama National Guard, Mac Muzio, told 1819 News that Gordon is serving under an approved extension from the chief of the National Guard Bureau, and that extension will end this coming December 31st. However, Cardin maintains that federal law does not allow for waivers or exemptions after age 66. Another lawsuit is in the works in Mobile from the family of Jawan Dallas against the Mobile Police Department. Last week before Thanksgiving, the Dallas family was able to view the police body camera footage of the arrest and tasing of Dallas that occurred this past August. Dallas then died a few hours later after that encounter with police. Civil rights attorneys for the Dallas family say that the body camera footage shows officers assaulting Dallas while he pleaded for his life. Recently, a grand jury in Mobile did see that body camera footage and determined that the police officers were not criminally liable for Dallas's death. Well, the 2023 Christmas tree for the state of Alabama has arrived in the capital city. That occurred on Monday. The eastern red cedar is about 40 feet tall and will be decorated in the days ahead. Governor Ivey will then take part in a lighting ceremony of that tree, which will be held December 1st. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. 
In national news, an attempt by pirates off the coast of Yemen to seize an Israeli ship was thwarted by the U.S. Navy. The USS Mason was able to chase down a commercial vessel that had been hijacked in the Arabian Gulf waters. Five individuals were on board that ship and tried to flee in a smaller boat, but they were intercepted. Those pirate attackers are from the country of Somalia rather than Yemen. Yemen is the country that has recently declared war on Israel ever since the October 7th attack from Hamas terrorists and Israeli Defense Force retaliation. A report from the media outlet called Wired is revealing exactly what you're signing your family members up for when you buy them new phones for Christmas. It's called government surveillance, all the way down to postal inspectors and parole officers able to keep tabs on a person's activity. The report from Wired details the access that has been given to law enforcement agencies regarding trillions of American phone records. That program is known as the Data Analytical Services and is offered in large part by AT&T to these law enforcement agencies. It's a comprehensive surveillance of Americans to federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, whether that person is directly or indirectly connected to someone who's engaging in a criminal activity. The data that is given does not stop at simple phone contacts, which is extensive in and of itself with caller names, recipients, phone numbers, time and place, etc. But it also involves social media engagement. Wired writes that the surveillance program is overseen by the White House and as such is protected from further scrutiny by the public and from freedom of information filings. The state Supreme Court in Colorado has scheduled an appeal hearing in the case against Donald Trump and the upcoming presidential ballot. The plaintiffs are seeking to overturn the ruling from Judge Sarah Wallace that determined that Trump is not disqualified from that primary ballot. Trump's lawyers filed a cross appeal suggesting that the judge's decision was not actually based off of the law and it does merit an upper court review, even though that ruling was in their favor. The appeals hearing on this case is scheduled for December 6th. Trump has won several other similar attempts to keep his name off the ballot in states such as New Hampshire, Minnesota, and Michigan. Regarding Donald Trump and the case that is against him from special counsel Jack Smith, Trump lawyers have filed a motion this past Monday for more documents to be handed over to them from Smith that is totally unredacted and reveals the number of informants and undercover agents connected to the Department of Justice that were on the ground in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. The date for the case with Jack Smith is set to begin in March of 2024, and Smith's main premise against Trump is that he cited an insurrection during the January 6th protests of 2021. Doctors Without Borders is an international organization that has just released an alarming report about what is happening at the Darien Gap in Panama as Southern Americans from Venezuela are making their way to the U.S.-Mexico border to cross over illegally. The report shows that sexual violence and torture of women and children is a prevalent method used to control the groups. Doctors Without Borders have treated almost 400 victims of the sexual violence, many of which are children, and there are an estimated 460,000 migrants who have made their way through the Darien Gap in the past year at great cost to their physical and emotional well-being. The report says the sexual violence is now increasing, with 59 victims being treated by doctors in just one week in the month of October. Three of the victims were children's ages 11, 12, and 16. Doctors Without Borders says that many will go untreated for the crimes that have been committed against them due to the threats from the perpetrators. The Secretary General of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, known as NATO, announced at the start of this week that the country of Ukraine will be allowed to join as a member of that organization. The conditions will be that Ukraine cannot join NATO while the war continues with Russia. Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg claims that allies within NATO have agreed to this move to include Ukraine. You're listening to The Daily Detail.
from 1819 News. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 